0: I just think it's nice for the listeners to know that we do put genuine, genuine time and effort into this.
1: Yeah, usually like the day or two days before we start thinking about it, and then um, we just we just run with it. And it turns out, as per usual, the guests usually have better links. Yeah. Because yes. they've been given more notice than we give ourselves. Yeah, Ooh. but
2: wait until you hear my links, and then I'm not sure that still stands. <laughs>
1: Okay, well, hello, anyone listening, welcome to Connecting Vague Dots, um, with me, Jay Panels, Seth Cox, and, as you may have already heard, a special guest for this week, Jamie Queen.
2: Hello, I'm honoured to finally be here. I was just saying before the recording started, that it feels like being knighted by the Queen, finally meeting Seth. heard very many things about him, and never got the the honour to meet him before.
0: Yeah, I just I you know so if Jamie ever sort of stutters or seems a bit sort of trips over his words, but it is because I am quite an imposing figure, and you're just in awe, aren't you, Jamie? Really? I mean, that's I am.
2: Of, I couldn't sleep last night. Too nervous. Really? Yeah.
0: Oh, Jamie, well, look, I'm going to try and make you feel as at ease as you can. So, why don't you tell us, you know, um, your name, uh, where you live, and something interesting about yourself?
2: Uh, well, my name is Jamie. Uh, I'm in Southampton at the moment, the university, I stay with uh, one of your previous esteemed guests, uh, William Bourne, uh, oh, yeah. it's a nice house right next to the university, um, although obviously a bit annoying to have to be with Will 24-7, yeah,
0: only joking,
2: um, it does a bit, <laughs> but it was him who, who hooked me up with this podcast, so I can't complain, can I really?
0: No, no it's true, it's not what you know, it's who you know, and, um, you know exactly either useful sort of just sort of a, a carpet or, or sort of a, a stepping stone towards what you want to do, I suppose.
2: A but bit not like a, a staircase, basically.
0: Staircase is what I was thinking of. I was thinking carpet and stepping stone together make a staircase. That's where I was going with that. Yeah, carpet and stepping someone.
1: <laughs> yeah, otherwise right.
0: known as a staircase, right?
1: Uh, right, yes. Okay, yeah. fine. Right, brilliant. This is going to be an interesting one today. Right, so how has everyone been this past week?
2: This week? Well, I can't even remember what I did this week. That's not very exciting, is it? I, mean, I had work, like university work, and there's a lot of it. And I'm not really enjoying that because there's a lot. What do you
0: study? I, I do
2: aeronautical engineering.
0: Aeronautical engineering? Is that helicopters and
2: planes and stuff? Yeah, the helicopters, planes, and rockets.
0: It just got 10 times more exciting with the word rockets. I'm such an 11-year-old. Rockets literally just made my face light up.
2: Well, rockets are cool, they are but definitely. they're also quite hard because it is literally rocket science. So what, what, what
0: do you say when, when you can't do something? Because you can't say it's not rocket science. So what, what do you say?
2: Cause it is I, I, I don't know, to be honest. I haven't fortunately got to that point just yet. Because okay. the course has just started. So there would be a bit of a problem if after one week I didn't know what to do. Although I'm sure I'll get there at some point.
0: Yeah, I imagine so. Um, I haven't done anything interesting with my week, Jay. Have you, you know. just, Have
1: you just been reading your, your books for, for your re- degree?
0: Yes, I have. I've been doing that, that thing that is expected of you when you do a law degree, which is a fuckload of reading. And that's yeah, been... Yeah. Uh, but well, where of are
2: planning. you? Um, I
0: am in kent canterbury what did you call me no way to treat your guests <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry it just slipped out, it slipped yeah. out. it's like tourettes but um, you know
2: i was picking you up earlier i come along ask you a you know an honest nice question you call me that it's not
0: acceptable Jamie, do you know what it comes down to don't meet your heroes all right yeah okay yeah that's what it comes down to i'm sorry if i'm not if i'm disappointed in any way um
2: you um, are I,
0: I am yeah you know what, you're entitled to your opinion. Um, shall we, you know what, let's just get on with the podcast, shall we? I, I Dude, do you want to introduce the here?
1: concept, Seth?
0: Yeah, all right, all right, I will. Um, so the concept of this is we all pick a film, a piece of music, and a book all with an underlying theme or ink, and the other people in the call, in this case, Jay Pennells and Jamie Queen, which try to guess, my link, I'll try to guess theirs, and Jamie will try to guess theirs effectively. And there's a point system involved, which is the sooner you get the link, the more Points you get similar to only connect, and um, there's also this little thing. Me and Jay have an ongoing thing where if we revisit any of the previous um, things talked about on the podcast, then we get the point. And on that note, I mean, I've I,
1: every single time I I upload the podcast and I just forget about it. Yeah, I don't remember. Did we have a guest on last week? It was it was your brother, wasn't it? it was my brother, yeah. Oh. oh, that was a
0: week ago. Fucking hell.
1: I know. It feels like what? a bit longer ago.
0: It does feel like a bit longer ago. What a boring week I've had, honestly. I know. It's terrible. This is the thing with having weekly check-ins. It just sort of reaffirms how boring my life is because I never have any news.
1: Yeah, so, like, it's I've really done... quite defeating. Almost, I've done almost nothing. I don't think... Did I go to the pub last week or was that the week before? Okay, no. Oh God, I don't know. Um, yeah, Jeez. there's not a lot been going. I would well, right. Let's run through what
0: was picked last week. Yeah, we'll do this quickly. So I remember Daniels. He had the Matrix. He had the Thirteenth Tale, and he had Radiohead. Yes.
1: Didn't listen to any I, of that.
0: I revisited Radiohead, and I enjoyed it immensely. All right. What did you listen to? I listened to the um, album fuckity doodah um the bends which is where i was from and i also listened to OK computer i was having a bit of a radiohead sesh this week so yeah for me nice that's one point for you Uh, do you actually
2: like the radiohead music
0: do i actually like it yeah i actually do
2: yes really
0: i mean i don't mind
2: some of the songs but it just sounds like a depressed guy who wants to kill himself
0: you're surprised about with how much of my music taste is depressed people uh about um suicide and stuff like that
2: oh okay i mean fair enough if it's
0: yeah it's not like lost in translation where where we sort of pretend to like it even though it's really boring
2: it i do do actually quite like do you does it not just make you depressed
0: can you sort of be made more depressed is that your Question sort of if you start at depression and you listen to Radiohead, where do you end up?
2: Well, even more depressed, even I more. Mean, de- uh,
0: yeah,
1: does it not just affirm the way that you're already feeling?
0: I, th- I think Radiohead affirms it. I think the Smiths causes more. Oh, yeah, if, you, if we have to rank the depressing bands, I think we'd have the Smiths, Radiohead, and in between, Joy Division. Them, yeah, no, oh, Joy Division is at the top. Yeah, Joy Division is just.
2: Yeah, that's the I disagree with that because in Radiohead, where he's called, Tom York just sounds like he's moaning. But in yeah. in the Smiths, at least he's happy. Morrissey's happy. He's having a good time. I mean, he's no, not singing he's not. about good things. No, but he is actually happy. I mean, he's, what he's singing about is not happy, but he's singing it in a happy way, and it turns it around. You know, respect to Morrissey, no, although I don't not. agree with his views.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, just does <laughs> the statement respect to Morrissey? I out a contract. Yeah. Context from Jenny <laughs> Queen Respect to Morrissey. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Apart from the be- racism. Yeah. With Morrissey, though, you do also get moaning, quite a lot of moaning. You get sort of. And it's, oh, it's also really oh, bitter.
2: Oh, oh, oh. Like that.
0: Yeah.
1: There's a lot of bitterness in in what he does. Yeah. You or, know he, he, or he feels hard done by it, even though nothing has actually happened.
2: Maybe he's just thinking, you know, it's bad, but it could be worse. And that's it a positive outlook to have. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I,
0: that... I I do think that Morrissey, I, I I do agree that you can understand Morrissey, whereas um Tom Tom whatever his name is, New york or whatever, um I don't think I can understand a single line of fake plastic trees except <laughs> fake plastic trees because I I honestly I can't understand what he's saying. Sometimes like, as a game, I try to translate it, but I can't. <laughs>
1: um, so what else did we have last week? So that was. of Daniel's picks. Yeah. Your picks was Lump of Flesh. (laughs) Are you talking out um, The Gentleman Lump of Flesh by a person whose name I forgot? That's the one. And Merchant of Venice, obviously.
0: Yeah. Haven't revisited any of those? No, don't think so. And yours...
1: I don't know. I don't remember.
0: Yours were...
1: Um, righteous Anger I said so oh, I had sure. Look Back in Anger the play yeah. and then Billy Elliot and then yeah. never mind the Bollocks oh it was Sex Pistols what? Yeah. what
2: an album you've brought that out of nowhere everything else you said sounded really high brand. I was like you know what I can't compete with that and then you bring out the Sex Pistols I was like go on then you know I know that <laughs> yeah what I an mean, album
0: Jay did follow up with I Don't Like This Album
2: oh it's
0: It's rubbish.
2: It's not rubbish. (laughs) Why is it rubbish? Are you serious? You're telling me that that Radiohead is good stuff, but the Sex Pistols is not.
1: I'm not a massive fan of Radiohead, but the Sex Pistols are bad. They can't play their instruments, or all the songs sound the same. It's nothing but power chords, and the lyrics are stupid and sometimes quite unintelligible.
2: Look at you now with the power chords out of nowhere, you know, actual musical stuff. But the Sex Pistols is not about the music. The Sex Pistols is about the attitude and it's about the sound that they make and the point that they're making. It's smart music. Uh, okay.
1: I'll, I think. I'll, I'll, con- I'll concede that it's not about the quality of the music but why the music
2: exists. But I don't think. I wouldn't call it smart. It is smart. It's making a point. And the point it's making is made in a smart way because it's made through music. The very fact that you don't think it's smart just demonstrates the fact that it is actually very smart.
0: I'm enjoying this Why argument. Why is it Carry smart? Carry on,
2: keep going. Because of the point they're making. It's something that, that appeals to everyone, something anyone can understand.
0: And what is the like point they're, they're actually
2: making? <laughs> The point they're making is they're not happy with the establishment. They want it to change. And they're making that through music. I mean, you could go up there, you could have some kind of intelligent argument. You could have professor at a university whatever giving you a debate giving you lots of good points but no one's going to listen to that but if you have a bunch of people from london you know just kind of shouting on stage making a lot of noise making a subculture about their views then people are going to listen to that and things will change
1: uh well you're 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 affecting viewpoints on a different level like there's no change the sex pistols didn't change anything the sex pistols were complaining in like the 19 in 1978 about the establishment of essentially a labor a failed labor government and then you get 15 years of margaret thatcher the sex pistols didn't change anything if if anything immediately after the sex pistols the establishment just got
2: worse but they did they did produce change something happened directly because of what they were doing i mean they were a direct cause among other things of the change in the establishment and the establishment did change therefore they were successful
1: yeah but i don't think i don't think the establishment changed the way that they would have wanted it to they, they said this establishment is rubbish it needs to change and yeah. they were complaining you know complaining about capitalism and money and then they made loads of money and that's why punk stopped existing because it became um it became the thing that it hated and therefore it just imploded because the punk rockers came along and they were complaining about all the people with all the money and they made albums that everyone bought because it appealed to young people. Therefore, the punk rockers got loads and loads of money and therefore they couldn't complain about the people with all the money because they were complaining about themselves. And so punk just went... I don't think they had a lot existing. of money
2: in the same way as other bands. They weren't exactly commercialised. They weren't selling themselves out. They were just making albums. You don't get a lot of money from making albums. Mm-hmm. I think... you don't. Really, I don't think, you know, Johnny Rotten is actually as rich as you might think.
1: I mean, the Sex Pistols only made one album. Yeah. Like, they, they, yeah. they, they were a, just a one-off.
2: Yeah. But it was a one impactful album. I mean, I would argue it's one of the most impactful 100 albums ever released, and they only made one. So I think yeah. that says something for itself.
1: Yeah, sure. It's, it is definitely a, a landmark in the punk movement, but I don't think it's I don't think it's good music. I think it's it's important music, but I don't think it's good.
2: No. I mean, I guess I can't convince you if something's good or not. I like it. But mm. but there we are.
0: You know, Fair this enough. debate has made me want to listen to it, so I will be listening to that album. Just so I Make can sure sort of you do. see who I agree with on this one. But I don't know. I like the whole argument of using music as a um, sort of a political tool, but I don't think the Sex Pistols were the first to do that. Um, no.
2: Definitely not.
0: But they were first to do it in a sort of overly obvious, angry way, maybe? I think they
2: were the first to make their whole career based off that. Yeah, it was very much
0: their MO. So, shall we get into our links then, today? Absolutely. Let's let um, our right honourable Mr Jamie go first, try. Yes, Jamie, please, your film.
2: My film? I just got a quick question. When we go through this, how overtly do I have to highlight my link?
1: As
0: overtly as you want. Or subtly okay. as you want, as long as you mention it, even in passing.
2: Ah, oh, I have to mention it.
0: You, unless, it unless it's obvious. So, yeah. for example, when I was talking about um, the Lion King and my link was Shakespeare, I obviously didn't mention Shakespeare because everyone knows that that's where it's derived from. It's quite obvious.
2: Is it? I didn't know that. Ah.
0: I was not <laughs> well, like Macbeth it. or something. Oh, um,
2: yeah. Shakespeare's okay. Hamlet, yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, Hamlet. All right. Just mention it in passing, if you can. Okay.
2: Yeah, and yeah. It yeah, yeah. <laughs> will make it obvious, but, but we'll go. All right. My, my, my film is the extremely funny Monty Python's Life of Brian. Mm, good film. A classic.
0: I've
1: got a disclaimer uh, here. You have a disclaimer?
0: Have you not I seen haven't, it? I haven't seen that one not. I've only seen one Monty Python's, um, which was Holy Grail.
2: That's good as well. Very funny. So I, think, I think Life of Brian's the best, really, because it's just know—it's just poking fun at things that people don't normally poke fun at, and that's just funny. Poking fun at Christians, isn't it? I guess so. Yeah.
1: I think it they 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 had a lot and lot of arguments about this with Christians at the time they say we're not making fun of Jesus we're making fun of faith just in general
0: but yeah is it, it's a film like a compilation of sketches or does it follow up it no no
1: plots? it's it's the be, it, i would say it's the best film in that it actually has a narrative as opposed to okay. holy grail which is a series of funny things yeah. with sort of a narrative-ish.
2: Yeah. I mean, to be fair, Life of Brian does just have some other random silly things, which are just funny.
1: Oh, yeah. As
2: well. Like, Biggest stickers.
1: Yes, and the fact that there's a point where Brian gets abducted by aliens.
2: Yeah. (laughs) So, I don't know if it's exactly, you know, Oscar-worthy cinematography, but it's extremely funny.
1: Yes. So, why, um, so you can skirt around it as, as much as you like, or just, you know, give us sh-
2: some spiel about um, this film, please. So what I find extremely interesting about this film is it's got a massive backstory. It's not the film itself, but I just don't think people realise that this was a film that was almost never going to be made. They didn't have enough money. They didn't have a production company. It, you know, that they, they couldn't make the film. I and mean, I think it was actually, um, I don't know which one it was. Was it... Uh, George Everett Harrison. I, do, I think, yeah, yeah. He reached out to his friend, George Harrison, and they made their production company. George um, Harrison
0: Beatles, George Harrison. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, and he made handmade films, wasn't it? I think, and that was, that was what financed the life of Brian. I think it's amazing that, that one of the, the most impactful comedies that's been released is something that... Almost never was. Mm. It's yeah. a very kind of strenuous, you know, thing or, or outrageous. Almost, I think that, that George Harrison was the one who came along and actually saved this film.
0: Was it the first Monty Python's? Um... No, second, second one. So, did they not? So, was the first one not commercially successful enough to do another one on the back of it?
1: I think it, it was part, partially that, and partially because. They were trying to make a film that took the piss out of Jesus, sort of, on on a, on a fairly surface level, and, and distributors basically went, <laughs> that's not commercially viable.
0: Mm. When was this? 70, Nine, was 79,
2: 79. Right. Yeah. Gotcha. Interesting. But yeah, no, it is quite funny. And apparently he was just a big fan of it, so we just came along and said, you know, what? I want to see this film, so I'll mm. pay for it because I want to see it. <laughs> yeah. That's interesting.
0: Nice. I feel, like, I feel like the Beatles would have been the people, or like George Harrison would have been the person to fund a sort of film that pokes fun at Christians because, I mean, the Beatles were slightly anti Christian at certain points in their career as well.
1: They, yeah, they were certainly vocal in
0: their beliefs. And didn't John Lennon call himself Jesus at one point? I feel like that was a big thing about that. Uh, It
2: wasn't quite like that. He kind of, he said that statistically they're more successful than Jesus. Because I think more people tried to buy tickets to see one of their live shows in the US than who went to church. I mean, he got a lot of flack for that. But I think he was misunderstood as well. I mean, I don't think he was claiming to be some kind of messiah. I think he was just, I think he was just making a point and maybe he didn't make it in a particularly tasteful mm. way and it it yeah. wasn't well received
0: it's an interesting point to make anyone
2: yeah, I guess it is, I mean the pieces <laughs> were very successful yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. right do right. you, you want
0: to what Jamie's link is shall we I a...
1: think it might be something to do with like things that, that almost never were
0: yeah that could be good. Or I was gonna, yeah. Or I was gonna go just the Beatles with the link, but I think that might be, yeah, better. yeah. Okay.
2: We're How good. does it work? Like, do I say yes? Do I say no? I we'll just,
1: happened. we'll just go things that never were, and you just say yes or no. Are we right? Or
0: be more specific next time.
1: Like things that never
2: were. No, it's not.
1: Okay. Are we Are we anywhere near?
2: Yes.
0: Okay.
1: okay. Right. Cool. All right. Okay, Seth, do you want to go next?
0: Yes, I will. I'm I'm very excited about um, my film choice because it's a bloody brilliant film. I don't know how you two are going to react to it because I don't think we've talked about them. We haven't broached them yet in the podcast. Um, Do we like the Star Trek trilogy, the new ones?
2: I've never watched any Star Trek.
0: Okay, right. Good <laughs> start. This will I'm aware well. is I mean. it's like
2: a man with some pointy ears and these people who do a, a salute with their fingers. Yes. Yep. Yep. But that that's the extent of my Star Trek knowledge.
0: Okay, Jay, can you build on what Jamie said at all? Can you sort
1: Okay, so they did a reboot in like two thousand and eleven with but yeah. Yeah, with Chris Pine and uh Somebody, somebody else. I can't remember his name. I should know his yeah. name.
0: Um, so you, yeah, yeah. Chris Pine. Um, you had Zachary Quinto. That's had, the one. Um, Anton Chek, um Oh, Anton Yelkin. Um, who was a sort of Russian, and he played um, Chekhov. Unfortunately, the third film was reduced, uh, released uh, posthumously for him because he died at the age of twenty-seven. So a bike crash. Pardon? Was it a motorbike crash? Do you know, what? I don't know. I, I don't know. Okay. I don't think it possibly was. And it, uh, Simon Pegg as well, did I mention Simon Pegg? Oh yeah, I forgot he's in it. Yeah, he's brilliant. Um, but yeah, it's got a great cast and it was reviewed by J.J. Abrams um, in sort of 2008 around then. Um, but I've actually chosen the second installment of that, which is Into Darkness, which has uh, Benedict Cumberbatch as the antagonist. is very good. Um, although he does just play himself, this sort of super intelligent, sexy <coughs> sexy man. Um, but no, it's into Darkness is, is, a, is a brilliant film, and um, the new Star Treks, please give them a watch, because they're so much better than the new Star Wars. Oh, I wouldn't go that
2: far. Well oh, actually, no,
0: they would I? They, they just are, 100%. No, they are,
1: actually. The they new are. Star Wars are quite naff.
0: Yeah, I mean, the first two Star Treks are absolutely brilliant in the trilogy. The third one, they swap directors to... Justin Lin, who was sort of Fast and Furious director, so it became a lot more stunty, gimmicky. So it wasn't quite as good. But I mean, please, please check them out because they're so good. And like the way that they, in the first one, rebooted the series was very clever. It involved lots of black holes and wormholes and timey-wimey, alternate reality stuff, which I just lap up like a dog. Okay, so why
1: the second one and not the other two so much?
0: Oh, just quite simply it is just the best one.
1: Oh, it's just the best one
0: yeah it is, it's just the best one so if i had to talk about one of them i'd talk about this one
2: i totally okay. forgot that we're meant to be looking for a link i was just listening to the interesting story <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're just along for the ride
2: jamie i know yeah
0: okay um you want me to do more spiel i've I, I, i've said enough but i could uh,
1: I, I think i might have an idea okay. jamie you got any ideas
2: Not really, because like I said, I was just listening to a nice story.
1: Okay. I think your link, Seth, and Jamie, I'll ask you about this first. Um, I think that it might be the best best example in a series of reboots or like a a revival of something that is really
0: good. Jamie?
2: Yes, I mean, that's that seems
0: like it could be it. Okay. Um, no, nowhere near, nowhere near. no one there, sorry. No one there, okay. Um, Fair I enough. Mr. Penell's, <sighs> let's hear your um, film, please. Memento. Now, that's a good choice. I like that. Big respect. I yes. haven't heard
2: of it. Okay. Who's in it?
0: Guy Pearce
1: and. Um, someone else who I've forgotten the name of. Um, it's not
0: the French actress, is it? Sorry? It's not the French actress.
1: I don't think she's French, but I think it's like
0: Carrie-Anne
1: Moss or something.
0: Well, I don't know. Maybe? I can't remember. I can't
1: remember. While ago. And there's also Joe
0: something or other.
1: There's basically, there's basically a three-hander,
0: really. It's basically just a one-hander, in my opinion. Just, just Guy Pearce, walking around for about 90 minutes. I'm for, for the most part, yeah. So really? it's a story told
1: in reverse, or in a series of flashbacks, uh, you could say. So you have the Guy Pearce character, who um, has severe amnesia, in that he will regularly black out and forget everything that happened before, and this happens every few hours, basically, where he will just black out and then wake up with no memory at all. Um, and so it follows the, the telling of a story in reverse of him trying to track down his wife's killer and bringing them to justice. And there are a couple of characters. It's very full of mistrust and um, things are revealed in a very interesting way in that you reveal things about characters that you could have known before but didn't, almost. That's not a very good way of explaining it.
2: Mm.
0: Well, it's that whole yeah, so it's You've got the um, chronologically. You've got the scenes that are in order, in colour, don't you? And then you've got the flashbacks in black and white, or is it uh, the other way around? Um, no, it, there are there are a couple of like flashbacks, that are
1: in black and white. Yeah, but yeah. it you get you get large chunks of scenes that are in colour, and then you stunt back, to yeah. the end of that scene is yeah. the beginning of the pre uh, the beginning of the scene that you're at is the end of the scene that you're going to next.
0: Yes. Yeah. The idea is that one, one end of the narrative starts at the end and one starts at the beginning and they meet in the middle, which is the ending of the film. That That's no. basically it. Yeah.
1: No, you No, you end at the start.
0: No, you, you both meet in the middle. You, you have the climactic point, don't you? Remember whole. Uh, sort
1: of no, there, there is the climactic point that you start with, but you, you move back, and there are there are multiple climaxes.
0: The sort of the, the, the revelation at the end is all right, Jay.
2: No, no need to show off about you know what you can do in bed. <laughs> oh,
0: whenever you go, <laughs> years um. of practice <laughs> with your hand.
1: Don't knock it if it works.
0: I won't knock it. I won't be knocking it. Good.
1: Anyway, I'll leave it. Yeah, Memento. It's really good. Fucking
0: um, okay, hell, that was difficult to explain.
1: It is. It is a hard world to explain. In <laughs> fairness, it's, no, a, it is, it's it a Christopher Absolutely. Nolan film. Timey wimey. You know, playing with time um, yeah. and the order of chronology, and sort of misleading people and. There's a there's a sincere lack of trust in, in every single character. Mm. Um, it's really good. Really like it, and it, and it is one of Chris Nolan's first films, so it sets up the sort of things that he ended up doing. You know, Tenet and yeah. Prestige. You get the markers there.
0: Yeah, definitely. Jamie, were you along for the ride on that one? or were you, did, I was. Have... I, I was listening. I mean,
2: it sounds very interesting, but I think I find it of very confusing. I got very confused watching Mission Impossible Rogue Nation, so I don't think I've got a chance dealing with that. Um, oh,
0: I love Mission Impossible Rogue Nation. I do
2: as well. It's a good
0: it's, film. It is good, yeah.
2: Fallout's got to be
0: best, though, right? Are you with me on that one?
2: Yeah. Yeah. For Ghost yeah. Protocol.
0: Ghost Protocol, that is... Oh, that's the uh, Burj Khalifa one, isn't it? With, uh, it is, yeah. Mm, yeah. That is very good as well. Yeah, they just keep getting better. I love it.
2: Yeah, they do. Yeah, the stunts get cool as well. Uh, oh, they, yeah. Burj uh, Khalifa's stun stunt him. was cool. And the um, other one where he did the halo jump was pretty cool as well.
0: Yes, that was cool. But, uh, Jamie, we're meant to be talking about
2: um, what Jason is. Yeah, well, it's just it's complicated or something like that
0: complicated yeah something to do with i was going to go for that lack of trust he kept sort of homing that in but we can go complicated for this
2: one. Oh no i'll we'll go with what you said because you know what you're doing a lot more than i do no jamie we always go with the guest all right like the guest is probably wrong on this this occasion
0: well the guest is at liberty to change their mind and then we can go with the guest which is i changed
2: my good. mind to, to what seth said
0: Okay, so we're going. I'm, you know, I'm very good at sort of going with what people say. So I'm gonna give this all to Jamie. Jamie, what do you think the link is?
2: I can't remember what you said, but it's oh, whatever that me. was. Oh. <laughs> was it like something like mistrust or something? <laughs> yeah, yeah la- la- Lack of trust.
0: Um, lack this is your idea, Jamie. This is your idea. This is your baby. Well, don't um,
2: don't throw it on me if it's wrong. No, no, it's all on you, Jamie. No, it's all nice on you.
0: I, haven't, I, I like to think I haven't had a say in this. I, I haven't spoon-fed you.
2: You know what happened? I just got forced to say that, Jay. You heard that. I didn't want to say that. I wanted to say something no, else, and Seth says you couldn't to say that.
0: Oh, but, do you know what? All right. Our final guess is, is it timey-wimey stuff? Complicated stuff.
2: Complicated uh, stuff. Well, yeah. I, don't, I, I don't want to go with that. <laughs> All right, fine. No. no we'll I'm joking. With... We'll, we'll, we'll go with that. we we'll go with that one.
1: Okay. So... It's not about things that are complicated, although there, there, there probably is an element of that. But I think with the final one, it doesn't work quite so well.
2: Even the explanation for that was complicated.
0: Yeah. So, Jamie, come on, man. Seriously, that was yours. That was your guess. We went <laughs> you. I trusted you and you let me down.
2: I told you not to go with me. <laughs>
0: Okay,
1: okay, right. Well, we've done a full loop. So, Jamie, can you please talk about your music choice?
2: Oh, this is the one I'm most excited about because I actually like music.
0: <laughs> this helps.
2: Um, my, my song. The thing is, you're definitely going to get my link because my link was awful. Like, it's not very good, but it's fine.
0: You'd be surprised.
2: Mm. No, no, it's awful. It's very obvious. You, you kind of know it anyway. Um, but um, So my song is is the song Layla by Derek and the Dominos Oh, lovely Jay, you know the song
1: I think I know the song but I can't remember
0: how it goes You'll know the Eric Clapton cover
2: The way it is, it's by Eric Clapton Yeah right. it's what, Eric and the Dominos was his was 1970s Eric Clapton's band ah. They released one album which was Layla and other assorted love songs and it's Eric Clapton with with some guests, basically, and on "Layla" he has Dwayne Orman from the Ormond Brothers playing slide guitar. And believe it or not, you know you know the Top Gear theme song. Yeah. That's Dwayne Orman. So yeah, but, but he does a very good job on the on the on the "Layla" song on the slide love, guitar. It's amazing. It's an amazing song. It's seven minutes, but there's two different parts of the song. You've got kind of the heavy, impactful rock and roll-y bit at the beginning, and then a much lighter, much softer bit at the end. And interestingly enough, this is where you're immediately going to get my link. To, but he made the the song for for this woman who he loved very much called Patty Boyd, and at the time she was married to guess who George Harrison. And um, he he thought, you know what, I want a bit of that. So what he did was. <laughs> he went to their house. He was good friends with George Harrison with his guitar. And then he called uh, Patty Boyd Boy down from upstairs. She came down. and He sang, sang her the song. And then she said, wow, the song's very good. And George Harrison wasn't too happy. He's like, you know, why are you, why are you trying to pull my wife? And then uh, George Harrison said, I'll tell you what, we'll go downstairs into the basement. I'll bring my guitar, you bring your guitar. We'll both play the guitar, see who's the best.
0: Oh my god.
2: And then um Eric Clapton played uh, played some banging solos and he obliterated George Harrison. And then um, Patty Boyd divorced George Harrison and married Eric Clapton. <laughs> wow. So, I mean, talk about that a love a song. Beautiful. It actually worked. That is a brilliant story. It's a brilliant story. It's a brilliant song as well. I, you know, it's probably one of my favourite songs. I Um, didn't
0: listen to the full song. I didn't realise it was seven minutes. Maybe.
2: Yeah. I. I I mean, there's the unplugged cover, which is great. Yeah. But the 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 actual original, song is amazing as well. Um, But it's just it's got so many different layers to it. Every time you listen to it, you hear a new instrument which you didn't before.
1: I mean, we know what the link is.
0: Uh, Yeah, I think we do. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's George Harrison.
2: It well, it's actually not, but it is the kind shop. Of...
1: Or people linked to George Harrison.
2: Or
0: things that were saved by
2: George Harrison. Um, uh, Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, people linked to George Harrison, I guess, yeah. You kind of said it last time. It's the Beatles. But I'm not going to lie, there's only... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should have included multiple Beatles as my samples, but anyway. Hey. Yeah, nice. That's pretty good. So you did get it, yeah. I we kind of ruined it. it by the fact that we talked about George Harrison for for a while.
0: That's a, it's a good link. It's it's a, it's a good. I don't know what your last one will be. It's, I'm guessing it's not a Beatles album. It's something that's related to the Beatles in some way.
2: Oh, is it not meant to be a book for no, last? Oh one? no, sorry, your book,
0: your book. Oh, okay, yeah.
2: Well done, well done, Seth.
1: You're really keeping up today, aren't you?
0: <laughs> I am keeping up. Yeah. It's, uh, do you know what I've had a bit of a, a bit of a false start to today because I missed my first seminar this morning, so that sort of You missed
1: your first seminar?
0: Well not my first seminar. Well as in it was the first seminar that I've had that I've missed. Okay, um, right. Why did you miss it? Um these are the questions that I will have to answer at some point, so I'll practice now. Um well oh, I my alarm went off at half seven and I, I switched it off again.
1: And you were you fell asleep.
0: I fell asleep, yeah. But okay. to, in fairness, the, the lecturer that we have for this module is crap. And the module itself is shit. So I I think I'll do better doing it by myself. What's so, What's the module?
1: Public law. Public law?
0: Public law, a.k.a. the government and stuff. The government and stuff. Like statutes and acts and bills and...
1: Jolly good. Right, well, we'll move on from that. Right, so the points so far, let's do a quick recap. Seth, you're on three because you revisited something. Oh, by the way, we forgot to mention this at the time. Um, The guest always starts on the highest score of either me or Seth. So, Jamie, you are on one. Okay. And I am on two because me and Seth got Jamie's link. Oh,
2: yeah, very true.
1: Next up is Seth's music.
0: Hello. So I have chosen for my music. Jamie, I'm getting the feeling that you'll appreciate this um, choice, but it is um, the album Nevermind by Nirvana.
2: I like that album. That's a good album. I mean, it is another song, another album about a depressed guy who wants to kill himself.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And in fact, you know, he actually
2: uh, does what he, he did. Yeah, that is true. And
0: unlike Morris, who keeps sort of teasing it.
2: Uh, he, that's one way of putting it.
0: <laughs> sort of, you know, he, he sings about it. I mean, he's, I don't want, I don't want, I'm not going to goad him into it. I'm not going to say you're all talk, mate. You know, like put your money where your mouth is. But he does sing about it a lot, and obviously he doesn't actually.
2: It, yeah, yeah, I'm
0: not sure it's, it's particularly useful <laughs> <feasible> to <laughs> encourage Morrissey to uh, commit suicide. No, 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 but he does sort of, you know, he's sort of, oh, I will do it, he says in his songs, and then he never...
1: It was World was Mental it. Health Day a couple of days ago.
0: Was it? Okay, big respect for that, total support, um, but yeah, Kurt Cobain, unfortunately, we all know the story, uh, 27 years old. Blew a hole in through, his chest. Through the head, was it? Or through his chest?
1: I thought it was in his chest.
0: I thought it was through his head. Hmm, I can't remember. Oh well. Um, well, not oh well. Oh well as if we can't uh, remember. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: well. He we died.
0: How he died. But no, it's tragic, obviously, because, you know, he's a young man and he's a brilliant songwriter. Um, I chose Nevermind because it's got the most iconic album cover. Well, one of the most iconic album covers ever, which is with the baby, baby in the reaching water. for water. There's a little not woody water.
1: out. Um, hmm?
0: He's reaching for money, yeah. A yeah. Dollar bill or something. yeah. And then there's that whole story where this baby sort of grew up as babies do and got upset that th- his willy was everywhere. I think that's pretty much the story of that. But no, it's a great album. It's got all the, um, uh, most of the, most well known ones on there. It's got In Bloom, um, As Du Lithium, Smells Like Team Spirit, all of the big ones on there. It's a very good album.
2: Because you know that M. Bloom is a song about how Nirvana are actually feminists?
0: Is it? I did not know that. No.
2: Yeah, appa- apparently someone um, thought that a Nirvana song was encouraging misogyny, and so they made M. Bloom as a response to that, because it says he's the one who likes all our pretty songs, but he doesn't know what they mean. I mean, that's kind of what they say, although obviously the way it's sung is very different to how I just said that.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it's Nirvana seems like a very let's work out that them, they seem quite they just seem like down to earth guys, you know what I mean? They just seem pretty pretty chill. That's my album choice. I'm pretty impressed because I thought my link would be really obvious to you too. But I think I I'm doing well so far. He says. Okay. And then you're gonna get it now. But yeah.
1: I can't I j- um, I can't think of anything. This is really annoying me.
0: Um Jamie, are you in the dark on this one as well?
2: Um Well, hey, I see what you did there. Into darkness, in the dark.
0: Thank you. Um, Stuff like that goes right over Jay's head. I'm glad I've got someone here to sort of
2: appreciate (laughs) it.
1: It didn't go over my head. I just wasn't impressed.
2: Oh, okay. (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) Uh, Maybe it's to do with the fact that they involve Colours? Colours? I mean, Nirvana's album cover, which Seth talked about, is blue. Yeah. <laughs> Into darkness says darkness, and darkness is color-related.
0: Maybe.
1: Whoa. How many albums did Nirvana make?
0: Not well. I say not many. Quite a lot for the time that they're actually going. I think they made about four. Okay. And um, I'm
2: But but Nevermind was was not the last.
0: No, it was released in 1991. Oh, they only made three albums, so...
2: um, In Utero came after that, didn't it? Pardon? wasn't In Utero after Nevermind.
0: Yeah, I think it was. Well,
2: Well, Into Darkness was the second of the new Star Trek things. And Nevermind is the second Nirvana album. But I'm guessing it's not that. Is that the guess?
1: I think I think well that's what we'll have to go with the the second and it was probably it's probably fair to say that se- it's the best as well. So the second and the best
0: in a trilogy of things. Sure. Yeah, no, that's not it. Yeah. Good guess though. Well, sort of. Okay. No near. You, you're gonna absolutely kick yourself in the balls once you hear what my link is. Honestly, you will. Wanna... Is it?
1: Is it gonna be like dogs?
0: Oh, no, it's just so obvious. Is it really? It is a bit. It is a bit. Okay. But don't worry, we'll move on for now. Jay, what is your choice of music for this week? Right, well,
1: my choice of music is a bit of a cheat. Well, not a okay. cheat, but it's, it's not as good as... It's my least good choice for this. And it okay. is the soundtrack to Arrival by Johan Johansson
0: lovely it's a good soundtrack it is really
1: good the f- like sound it. in that film is incredible
0: oh yeah it really is um do you know what one i like the most though i don't think it's written by Johan johansson is the sort of you know the song that they play at the very end of arrival, oh, of arrival. yeah uh, i It can't remember do you remember what it goes it's um it's been a long time since i've seen it oh gosh it's anyway it's not do you know Keep talking, I'm gonna find it once you're talking about. Just it. to check, okay. we're
2: not talking about the ABBA album
0: arrival, yeah?
1: No, we are not talking about ABBA. Okay. <laughs> all right, fair Right, no, you know what? I got sat
0: sorry, I got sat through Mamma Mia um, for the first time a couple days ago. It's not that okay, bad, is it? It's pretty good. It was alright. It was fine.
1: Yeah. I mean, um so Arrival by Johan Johansson is a soundtrack or the it is the soundtrack or to score, to the film Arrival, starring Amy Adams and Jeremy... Renner. Renner, that's it, Um, amongst other people. Yeah. And it's really, really good. Uh, so the film is a sci-fi film about aliens arriving at various points across the planet, and Amy Adams is hired as a linguist to go in and communicate with the aliens and the film appears to take place in sort of like a weird mishmash of flashbacks that don't always seem to tie in Mm. but somehow manage to in a weird sort of way. So the film very much plays with time and like all proper sci-fi things, it's not about it's not about the aliens at all. Mm -hmm. You know, the thing, a lot of things with sci-fi, it's not about that sci-fi thing. It's about something deeper. So Arrival is sort of about parenthood and destiny. I would say that, that would be fair because the way the film unfolds, the timey wiminess of the film, um, is re- later revealed to be timey-wimey on purpose, mm. or maybe not so timey, or maybe not as timey-wimey as you think it is. Yeah, if that makes yeah. sense.
0: Yeah. Jamie, have you seen Arrival?
2: Oh, um, no, I, I, yeah, there's a bit of a theme here, you know, that's going on in the background, which is I haven't actually seen any films.
0: <laughs> ah, well, I mean, hey, that's that's why you're here to get some. Good recommendations, although technically, this shouldn't be a film recommendation, should it? This should be a music recommendation. I mean, the,
1: the sound, <laughs> right? Okay, so the score is really interesting because you do get that, like, big, they, they are quite a big sounds in Arrival.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: it is quite an overpowering thing, and it often mimics the sounds of the aliens and it blends in sort of orchestral um almost cor- and chorus elements as well mm. it's a really big and interesting and sometimes quite overwhelming sound
0: yeah it's that sort of deep sound that yeah. sort of cuts through when you're in the cinema and you you know when you feel it in you, it's one of those
1: it, it's, it's the way the
0: bass kicks
1: in and it just it, it is just standing on your gut
0: yeah Absolutely. Um, but basically, fair, that sounds cool. Jamie, this um, this, this film, um, I think I've got an idea of what Jay's Link is because this film is told slightly in a series of flashbacks as well, but they're not flashbacks, they're actually flash-forwards and it, it's the, well, the, the not chronology even f- is messed up. They're not even
1: flash-forwards in the context of the protagonist.
0: Um, they're flash-forwards for us. We get to see. Yeah, for we-
1: us and the
0: The whole start of the film, the first five minutes, is a a flash forward. uh,
1: In terms of the way we think about chronology, yes. Yeah. But at the same time, no. From the perspective of the protagonist, the film happens in chronological order. But for us, it doesn't. Which is a really cool mechanic to play with. Yeah. I really like it.
0: I feel like that's, that's something to do with the link, though. I don't know how to put that into words. Yeah. Well, give it go. You're going to make me... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, gosh. How do you describe that sort of film? Uh, things that um, jump around their own chronology.
1: Yeah. I, okay. I will give you that. It plays with its own chronology. Lovely.
0: Ah, oh, hey. well done, Jamie. I, you know you put in the work there. You, yep, thank you, you for that. Got, hey, no, it's, that was all you, mate. All so you. you
2: learned your lesson from when uh, you didn't listen to me last time. You know, this time you did, and there we are. Well, we got it right.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it shows something, doesn't it? You know, listen to people. is, exactly. is My message for today: listen to people. Especially your message me.
1: for today is listen to people.
0: Yeah, listen to. Your friends, um, your guests, your, your seminars, definitely listen to those. You know, listen to people. And i like, shall we just leave it on that? Or should we do the rest of the podcast? We'll do the rest of the podcast.
1: Yeah, um, let's do that.
0: But me and Jamie both get two points. We're on three points. Eat. And Jay, you are still for all the Well, Seth, you're so on still. five. Oh, I'm on five, yeah.
1: And uh, Jamie's on three. And I am on one. Two. I'm on 2 two. You're on two. Yeah. And now, Jamie's book. Should we have? Should we try and
0: guess it? Let's. So it's a book that isn't necessarily about or by the Beatles, but has had links to the Beatles. Yes, it is. Um, Right. Goodness knows what that could be. I have absolutely no idea. I can't think of any books that were influenced. Well, I can't think of any books that had ties to the beatles in the sort of way that jamie is using his choices no we we sh- i think we'll pass won't we um yes let's pass on that one in okay. all
2: honesty it's an awful like it's not a book that i recommend you reading i literally just tried to find a book which had a vague link to the beatles but um it is believe it or not i need to google the author's name because i don't actually know it hang on um it is it is written by uh, Reverend Wilbert Audrey. And it is uh, the Railway Series of Books from 1945.
0: The huh? Railway Series? The
2: Railway Series of Books. And, and do you want to know what the uh, the Railway Series of Books inspired a children's TV show? Can you guess what it might be?
0: Railway is it the Channel Railway
2: Channel? Children? No, 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 no. Close, though. Oh, is it? Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> You really throw me off with that. I was almost certain it would be the Railway Children. Um, fuck knows. I don't know. Box of Delights, something like that. Uh,
2: Thomas the Tank Engine. Oh, you know, right. Thomas the Tank Engine, the legendary children's TV series, and guess who narrated that in the eighties?
0: George Harrison. Paul McCartney.
2: No. Ringo. Yeah. Oh, so, okay. oh the <laughs> other one. Okay. Yeah. Oh wow. Uh,
0: Jay, just a quick question um, for me and you. Are we sort of living in our own time zone? Because when he said railway we went railway children not Thomas the Tank Engine. But the railway
1: children are their own books, aren't they? And we're just stupid.
0: As if we thought of that before Thomas, I just feel like there's something wrong with us at the moment. No, I mean I mean yes, but also no. No, If you say to anyone else, think of a series, a, ch- a children's series inspired by the railway trains. The trains. They will not say the railway children. They will say Thomas Ankingen. But Oh, fucking hell.
1: Yeah, we're, we're, just, <laughs> we're just a bit stupid, aren't we? Yeah. Okay, um, what, so the railway thing. Series of
2: books. The railway it's it's series. about a bunch of trains who talk, <laughs> literally. And then one of those trains inspired Good old Thomas the Tank Engine.
0: Wow! You know, that, I mean, that's a useful bit of knowledge because that is something that will come up in a pub quiz at one point.
1: That time is there. very pub quiz knowledge. Yeah, yeah they
2: they uh they lived on the island of Sodor. Um, but yeah, I mean, they made how many books did they make? Um, Forty-two books are in the series, mm. based along uh, real life events as well, because Audrey was a railway enthusiast himself. So he tried to make sure that all of the trains were realistic and they're based upon real British locomotives.
0: Jamie, I love the enthusiasm and excitement you're trying to inject into this.
2: Yeah, the enthusiasm and excitement that I'm injecting is just coming from reading the Wikipedia page. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. But yeah, there we are. I mean, I'm not particularly interested in trains, if I'm honest. I don't like trains, they're just annoying. Oh. Don't like to rent- I don't like trains, no. You have to well, wait at the station, you have to be on the train. Lots of people are very smelly. Um, it, sometimes you nothing. have to stand up for long periods of time. It's easier just to drive. The car was invented so that we don't have to take trains.
0: Uh, yeah. Yes. I mean, I, I feel like it's just our Great Western Railway. That's possibly the reason we all hate it's, trains so much. It's all I think trains, if- really.
1: I mean, yeah, there's, a, there's an element of, of the, the bad things about trains wherever you go. But around here, the oh, trains aren't particularly okay. good.
2: Be like saying, you know what, I want to go to uh, America on holiday. I'm going to take a boat. No, you wouldn't. You would fly. Why do we still take trains when we have cars?
1: Because they're quicker.
2: More
0: environmentally
2: friendly, cheaper. But potentially, yeah. But cars aren't always that bad. I mean, I don't have a problem with things like the tube and like city transport and all that. Oh, but long distance, brilliant. long distance things are just annoying. We're stuck in the dark ages. It makes no sense. Trains Ouch. are old. No, it's the, the trains are bad. Though. Not necessarily, apart from flying. No, but, the problem, but by the time the train's always delayed, I mean, I tried to go to London from Southampton, it, it takes about 15 minutes to drive. It's an hour and a half train journey because one of the lines was broken. We had to divert it. It's just annoying. It's just a hassle. When you travel somewhere, you don't want to have to think about things. You just want to get there and trains mm. do not do that. I but mean, like why do you want to sit next to random people?
0: Well, hmm. that, lovely,
2: that, is,
1: that is true, but also if you're going to try and drive to London M25 and just no
2: In response to what Seth said, if you meet your love of your life on your train, it's not really someone you want to spend time with, is it? I mean, if they're on a train, there's something wrong with them
0: Brilliant
2: I don't <laughs> so, I mean, like... I was, I've been waiting
1: all podcast for you to say something
2: like that <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like I mean, it is what it is, isn't it? Like, no disrespect for people who are on trains, but a lot of them are just weirdos. I mean, like, I don't know. They're not people you want to spend time with, are they?
0: What, pe- people on trains? Oh,
2: yeah.
0: I'm not... Give me your average train-goer. Sort of describe them to, 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 to me.
2: <laughs> a weirdo.
0: Oh, so what, what, what do we think?
2: Are we thinking of sort of, what, middle-aged? Um, uh, what, a bit creepy, ask too many questions... smell bad you know they don't have much to do with life so they've got time to just get on a train I mean like I said no problem with like the tube and all that apart from the fact you'll probably get mugged but aside from that it's not that bad because there's just people going about their business going to work that's fine but people who get trains I mean come on have a look at yourself in the mirror have a word with yourself you know is, is there a better way to get there? Yes, probably. What is it? It's a car. Oh, there we are.
1: I, I have a point to make. What's that? I have regularly gotten the train to go back home. You're because... not exactly
2: an example of a, of a, model, of a model person, you know. When well, I mean, we're talking about weirdos on the train, I'm kind, of, I'm kind of putting you into that bracket, Jay. I'm sorry. No disrespect.
1: I take disrespect to that. Right, and I'll tell you what. I'll tell you for why I have gotten the train back home. because I've got access to a bloody car. Because they're expensive <laughs> and it's at home. But why? But why what? Why, why get a train? Because I want to go home. Why, is, I mean, why have... is my car not here? Because I've got no bloody place to park it.
2: But that's just a lack of foresight, a lack of planning. I mean, look, I have been on trains before. And I did get there, but it was just annoying. So annoying. It just took a long time. It was just a hassle. I had to stop off, you know, and get on another one.
1: I think and you're just, just basing your entire opinion on trains on one single train journey that I've wasn't been on, particularly good. Most I've train journeys are fine. Trains.
2: Yeah, but sometimes you just sat next to someone and then they're just a bit strange. Like, sometimes people come you mean up to mean and there they are ask you they're just a bit strange.
1: Most people on trains put headphones on and keep themselves to themselves. You don't even yeah. get, get a chance to know whether or not they're strange because they're just sat next to you, staring out the window, listening to some pop music.
2: But if you had the choice, would you kind of just be sat, I mean, sat with someone you know, sat by yourself, or sat with a stranger?
1: Um, by, well, it depends on which name. the person I know is. If
2: you're someone who you like, uh, but right, no, is it right, you can still do, do that on a train. People. You can get a train with
1: another person.
2: What, like, oh, come on, mate, do you want to be my train buddy? Right, no. if
1: if you and your friend are trying yeah. to go to a place, and it is yeah. either quicker, or cheaper, or more convenient to get a train than it is to get a car, I'm getting a car. No, yes. I train even. I, I meant train. Oh, I never. Mean...
2: I, well, <laughs> I disagree with you there. If one of my friends comes up to me and says, hello, Jamie, do you want to get on a train? I'll say, no, thank you. And I probably won't talk to them again.
1: Right. Okay. Take a scenario. You don't have your car with you.
2: I don't have a car, to be fair, so I don't really know why I'm talking But <laughs> anyway. Let's carry okay.
1: You don't, okay, so you don't have a car, and yeah. you're trying to get to Bath. You're going with a friend, but... Yes your friend doesn't have a car because possibly either they can't afford one or they don't have a place to put it where they are currently living. Yeah. So you and your friend are trying to go to Bath. How are you yeah. going to get there? Are you going to get a car that neither yeah. of you have or get a train which is probably cheaper and just as fast, if not faster?
2: We'll <laughs> just choose to go somewhere more convenient where we don't have to get a train to get there. You, why are we, going, I, why are we never, going to bath
0: I've never why? Heard someone who has such a such a such an issue with with getting the train to, to the extent that you would not go to a place if you couldn't not get a train there
2: I mean obviously if it was extremely urgent and I had to get to bath and I'd be like all right go on then I'll get a train yeah but like I mean I, I mean but I, I, I don't know if I was going on a trip to somewhere I would one of my priorities would be somewhere that I can just get to without going on a train. And I'm slightly exaggerating here for comedic effect. I'm not going to lie. I mean, realistically, I'm not allergic to trains. No. But, no. Uh, if given the choice, I would try to avoid one.
0: Do, do you think it's the it's sort of management of the trains or the sort of experience of getting a train itself? Do you, do you, do you see what I mean?
2: I mean, I think the train companies could do it being a lot better.
0: I agree with that. Much I think... more
2: efficient and much cleaner.
0: Yeah. How hard can it be just to get a train to come on time and go on time and be clean?
2: Exactly. That would do the trick, wouldn't it? Just so it so, a very
0: simple amendment. On time and clean.
2: Yeah. Yep. But I, uh,
0: they can't do that. I, you know what, Jamie? You swayed me slightly against trains, but I would, I
2: would still get one. Uh, it, it, yeah. I mean, they're good for the environment. I guess that's good.
0: Yes. That's always a, always a bonus. Where
1: were we? I feel like Thomas the Tank Engine.
2: Yes. I don't that... mind him. I've got no problem with him. It's just other trains. It's
1: probably because you don't have to ride him.
2: Oh <laughs> right. God. Jay, Jay, J Jay, J. calm down a bit, all right? You don't need to be saying that. Don't want that taken out of context.
0: Jamie, would you like to ride Thomas the Tank Engine?
2: Um, I think I'll have to pass. I appreciate the offer, though.
0: Uh,
1: well, yeah. Just... I think it was an offer. I think it was just a question.
2: Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I, couldn't have, I couldn't have fixed that up for you. Oh, because you're not? Jim will fix it. I can't give you the ride of your life. on no, We can't, can we can't
1: reference anymore. Jim will fix it anymore. You're not allowed.
0: We, we can reference it in passing. What, let, should we just not? Let's just I, say it was a bad time for TV. What, Jim will fix it? Yeah. Yeah, that was rough.
2: Interestingly enough, you know, um, Johnny Rotten called out Jimmy myself. Back in the day, in the eighties, did
1: he?
2: But they didn't listen to him because they said, "You know, what do you know and all that."
1: Yeah, yeah. that. Yeah, that's um a, a thing that happens a lot, unfortunately. Um, shall we move on?
0: Yeah, that's.
1: I um, feel like we'll move on, Seth. Your yes.
0: book. Right. Um. So this is the one that I actually um like, Jamie. Know fuck all about. Um, Good. Is written by Alain Fournier, um, which is his funny little student name of his actual name, which is Henry Albin Fournier. Who's a, a French author and he was a he was a soldier. And he was a novelist. Um, but I'm going I, I can be bothered to read one of his novels. So instead, I read a collection of um, poems. It feels very good. Um, so I've got the, sort of the Road Song and the Sun and the Road and they're lovely poems. They don't rhyme though, um, but they're nice poems. It's um, disappointing. I know why. Write. I think we've discussed this, but poems that don't rhyme, like, no, just no. It's ridiculous. Well,
2: waste of time. It's not a poem, then, is it? It's, no, it's nothing. It is just it's, a note. It's a stream of shit. Yeah, a shit stream,
0: if you will. Yeah. Um, but no, not impressed. Um, but yeah, this guy had a bit of a tragic life. He, um, again, like many others, um, he died. Fairly prematurely, yeah. I'm um, the age of 27, so i joined the 27 club and we've got the famous people. Um, but yeah, I chose him because I couldn't find any other author um, who died at a young age. So I had to choose him. But now you all know it. Um, For fuck's sake. And you hate
1: yourselves. I, oh. I'm i so angry. What was your...
0: Ble- oh, it was the...
1: Anton Yeltsin. Yeah.
0: I did even mention oh. he died at 27, but I did it very quickly. And then obviously Kurt
2: Cobain did.
0: Anyway, there's a lot of them, and I didn't realise that the 27 Club was actually a comic. Um, <clears throat> the, the 27 Club uh, is a comic. Is it? Yeah, so the, the whole idea of um the 27 Club comic was that they brought together in the comic all these uh, people that died, uh, famous celebrities that died at the age of 27, and brought them into a sort of comic series, which was quite fun. Um, But that's where it comes from. Yeah. So all of my choices have included people that died at the age of twenty-seven.
2: It's a good one, to be fair. That is
0: that is good. I'll give you that. That's good. Are you annoyed, Jay? Yeah, I'm really annoyed. I
2: thought
0: you might be. Should have should have got that. Very definitely should have got that. Um, But you both get a point. So happy days. So you're on what three now? Three. Jamie, you're on. Four or
2: five? I really don't know how, because I literally haven't really done anything very well. <laughs> but it's fine. We'll take Maybe it. Two points, just one
0: point, just one point. Yeah, no, you're on four. I
2: can't even aren't remember they? what Jay's link was.
0: Um, Jay's link was... why me Jumps around the chronology a bit. Uh, yeah. With that in mind, Jay, we're on your book now, aren't we? Yes. So, Jamie, can you think of a book that jumps around...
2: The Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe. I'm not sure that. I'm not sure that jumps around. Oh no.
0: Okay. No, you could. Oh, you could make the argument that. What in that
1: they move in time differently in the wardrobe in than they do. Time in, zones.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was going to go something classic like. Oh, I don't know. Actually, fuck it. I don't know. Whatever. The book choice I've gone for is, Out of Love
1: by Hazel Hayes. Never heard of it. Yeah. It came out earlier this year. Um, mm, modern book. That oh, makes a change. Yeah, it came out about six months ago. All
2: your Lovely. people, because your last one was like Jan Yar Johansson, it's like Hazel Hayes. Like they're all like alliterative names as well. Yeah. I, yeah. Can't I remember know. what your first one was, though.
1: Christopher Nolan. No,
2: nah, oh. never mind. It <laughs> fell apart there. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh. yeah, it fell apart at the first hurdle.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um... That's a good link. I'll do that one next week. Um, Wait, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah, Out of Love, Hazel Hayes. It's um, the story of a relationship told in reverse. So the first chapter is when they are breaking up. Um, And then the second chapter is something else leading up to... Arguing? No. Not particularly. Um, it's it's a series of you know it, interesting stories in their lives, mm. in, in it, the stories in their in the course of their relationship, um, and so it moves back and the final chapter is when they first met, and it's really good. It's a really really good book. It's it very effectively tugs on the heartstrings. Mm. Um, I just—it's really uh, beautifully and intelligently written, and I—and it's sort of a case of unreliable narrator, in that it's told from a first person's perspective, you know, about the course of a relationship. Mm-hmm. So you're not- always going to sort of get a bit of, you know, um, objectivity involved. Mm and the character is quite is quite open about and um is quite uh obviously suffering from mental illness so i think they have i think just there's a chapter towards the end of the book which is essentially towards the start of their story where they're seeing a therapist um and they discuss, you know, their past relation, a past abusive relationship. Um, and and the, at the end of the chapter, the, the character basically says, "We didn't know at the time, but they would later be go on to be diagnosed with um, P- PTSD oh
0: my gosh.
1: as a as a result of um, the relationship, I think, and the way that altered their brain chemistry." Or the, you know, you know what I mean. You know, yeah, yeah. events in your yeah. life take a toll on your mental state. It's a really, it's a really good book. Um, and there's there's so much in it that it, it's quite hard to condense. And the characters are all really well written, f- fleshed out, and I just think it's great. I really encourage you to read it. It's really good. Lovely. Wow.
2: I should read more books. I don't really read. I don't know why. I just can't be bothered. What was the last book you read? Do you remember? Um, what was the last book I read? I read um, Richard Branson's autobiography.
1: Sounds <laughs> yeah. riveting. Uh,
2: Losing Jeez. my virginity, it's called. Very clever play on words. Oh, that is quite clever. I quite like that. Yeah. Okay. Also, um, I read another book called Rich Dad Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki which talks about financial management, it's very interesting um, no, tips to investing your money well
0: No wonder you don't want to read more if, if you're reading autobiographies and books about financial investment
2: Yeah but they're like inspiring things that can change your life forever
0: so fiction. Can,
2: fiction yeah. Not really, I don't read like Harry Potter and think you know what I'm going to get myself a wand and start going I've no, a but Kedavra and like I'm going to beat up Lord Voldemort. I mean, obviously, I'm not going to do that.
1: No, but like fiction, there there definitely is a power in fiction, and in you know, in films and in music, it's not—they're not real life. It's not real life advice, but it can still change your
2: life. Hmm. Yeah, I guess so. But I, I don't know. I just get bored. Maybe I've got a problem. I don't know. Just get bored of books I mean, like, if it's if it's like factual and I don't mind I like that but I, I mean it's just reading a book and it's not actually real it's like what's the point
0: yeah I'm, I'm the complete opposite I don't think I, I, I could sit down and read an autobiography or a book about financing or investment unless it was part of my course or something
2: I, I, I'd never, let's say I, let's say I take on board the advice that I've read I become a billionaire I can write my own book there we are boom yeah. Well,
1: I mean, I've, I've read both. Like I have books about, you know, particle physics and maths and autobiographies that I've read and of, of people I find interesting. So Eddie Zard is an example. Um, and I, and obviously read lots of fiction. And I would say that what reading the Hitchhiker's Guide or coming across the Hitchhiker's Guide sort of essentially changed my life in a, even though that sounds stupid, but it's a lot to do with the sort of person I am now yeah, and the sort of amazing. and the sort of things that I like and the comedy that I like um yeah. and you know you also get educational books of a subject that you find interesting, and they're both both valid and good things to do, but I think a balance is or a balance that suits you is. You should definitely try reading both, because yeah, they're, they're, I mean, there, is, have... they are all valuable, but not necessarily in the same way.
2: I am literate, though. I can read, but I just, I just don't very much. I mean, I used to read more.
1: Seth, you won this week.
0: Uh, yeah, I did. Yeah, thank you. Cheers. I did do quite well, though. My link was yeah. nice. It was, and, it was good. You know, I did guess yours, so I'm, ha- I'm happy with myself today. I might touch myself later. It's a little treat. Sorry.
2: Okay. I don't think we need to hear that.
0: Oh, sorry. No, sorry. Just no, it was a note to self. It a this is a, self. this is a out.
1: changed podcast, Seth. This is now for the young people.
0: Is it? I didn't get that memo. This is where.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, from now on, this okay. podcast is for the young people. So we're yeah. not allowed to talk about wanking anymore. No,
0: so I will not be w- w- wanking as a treat after this. Well, I will, well no, you, I don't, will. you
1: don't have to say that you're not going to have a wank. Oh, okay. You just, just have to not talk about whether or not okay. you're going to have a wank.
0: Got it.
2: In all honesty, it is unusual to just declare something like that in general conversation. Often, those are oh. things best kept to yourself.
0: Oh, um, I'm getting the feeling Jamie hasn't listened to... N- our other earlier podcast. <laughs> we we do just declare
1: it whenever we feel like it, don't we?
0: Yes, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. But just, okay. uh, I I just wanted to convey my happiness with myself um, at my performance today, and I just wanted to portray that in a sort of give you a visual image
2: of. I don't, I don't
0: oh no! I don't
1: want a so visual so image. Oh no! Right, I see. just got a visual image. I didn't want that.
0: Just you no, know, sort of just portray to you and today. Oh convey no, my. Um,
1: That's in my mind now. I hate you, I Seth. Think.
0: Shall we? Um, shall we sign off? Shall we? Yes.
1: Well, so, thank you very much, Jamie, for coming on. It's been a pleasure. It, was, it
2: was an honour and a pleasure to, to finally come. I apologise, I missed the, the time slot yesterday, but definitely more than made up for it. Very fun podcast. Oh, Nothing.
0: good. Um, Jamie, we'll have to, whenever I'm in Southampton next, or if I go to visit Jay, we'll have to go for a drink at the public. Yeah, that would be
2: good. Although I've just read that there's been some new coronavirus rules, so i have to have a look into that and see what they are. Oh, yeah, God.
0: There's always new rules. It's fucking... Oh, right.
2: Well,
1: okay. maybe not then. But, well, um, if you've listened to the end, thank you very much for listening to the end.
2: Thank you very much. Realistically, how many people will have done that? Will.
1: Okay. Hello, Will. That's
0: a
2: goodbye from me as well. Goodbye.
1: And it's a goodbye from me. Goodbye.